Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, your friend at homeschool.com and homeschool mom of six. Join us as we keep it real and chat about the ups and downs of this amazing adventure we call the homeschool life. So grab a cup of your warm favorite and a comfy chair and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. We're on episode 18 this week, and we're talking about being productive in the midst of chaos, which, you know, I don't know about you, but my life is pretty much constantly some form or another of chaos. (laughs) It's all it's all kind of crazy over here. But Do you find that you just don't have enough time to fit everything in? Do you feel stressed that your schedule is just super tight and you feel like you're homeschooling maybe 24-7 and chaos rules your life? I completely get it. Those scenarios are so typical at my house. Five kids still living at home can make for a really quite chaotic day. Even when I plan my week have a nice homeschool schedule in place, have a detailed work schedule for all those things I have to do for work. I even attempt to make meal plans and somehow, somewhere, it seems to always derail. It's crazy. But being productive, in my case, is almost negated by the stress of having so many things that require my attention. You know, what's that old saying, jack of all trades, but master of none? I think I could apply that somehow to this idea of being productive. And it's even typical of this time of year where, you know, we've just started school, we're just getting back into the swing of things and the schedule is kind of formulating itself and getting into place. You know, everything is coming together, so to speak, but then you feel the pressure of all the things that have to be done on a regular basis. And that's, you know, forget keeping the house clean or even having a home-cooked meal. Yeah, it feels way, way bigger than me. And so I'm speaking to you guys today simply from a place of something that I need help with. And so I've gotten myself in this situation before. It's, you know, it's happened probably yearly. And I feel frustrated, maybe maybe even close to feeling a bit burnout. And then what I've shared with you in those blog posts and the newsletters and all of those good words that I've given to you haunt me as I realize I need a dose of my own advice. And those helpful things that I've said about saying yes to too much, about trying to do it all yourself, about feeling like you're never off duty as a homeschool mom, those just come back to me. And I think about my own daily routine and where I'm at. And, you know, it's good to reflect every once in a while to just take a hard look at what you're doing and whether or not it is really working. And so I ask myself these questions. Am I wasting time? How could I do this better? How could I change or get rid of what isn't helping? Am I multitasking so much that nothing's really getting done well? So all these questions swirl around in my brain as, you know, as I'm trying to fall asleep at night. I'm sure you've been there. Sometimes I'll wake up and 
just add them to my reminder so that I'll think about them later or in the morning so I can get to sleep. But the struggle is real and I'm pretty sure I'm not alone. Polls say that over 40% of moms feel distracted each day and 25% feel disorganized and that we could, you know, we could even go into the number of how many hours moms tend to spend on social media or texting or checking their emails. So yeah, I know I'm not alone. And I think that you're wanting to find some practical ways to lessen distractions and help yourself feel more organized and productive as well. So let's dig deep. Let's get completely real with ourselves. Take a hard look at what we're really doing with our time. Step one and these are things that I've done as well. So I'm, you know, I'm not just preaching, I'm practicing too. But step one, take a week to track what you actually do each day. Yeah, I've got a schedule and a loose routine for our every day with our homeschool, with work, but I know I'm getting derailed and distracted in places. And so what is it that's distracting me? I'm going to keep a journal, document those distractions, and then what time they occur, how they occur, what what triggers those responses, those distractions in my life. Then I'm going to analyze what I've found, and I'm going to look for patterns. What can I do to avoid those things? Or um, what can I do to not trigger those distractions? Is there anything within myself that is causing that? What can I do to decrease external distractions? And... I'm going to brainstorm some ways to change those habits. And so those are some things that I'm working on. And just taking that time to diagnose and work through some of the undesirable habits that suck our time and distract us is a huge start to making a difference in our everyday. Here are some ways to replace the undesirables with some positive habits. It's important to make good habits stick. And so if we've got some undesirable habits that are causing us distractions and keeping us being as productive as we could be, we need to replace them with something. You can't just say, okay, I'm just going to stop doing this and be able to stop. It's like our brains have to be have a, have a new path or a new habit to replace those undesirable habits and so what you need what we need to do is to take baby steps and introduce good habits in short increments and then reward ourselves so whatever that looks like in your life like for me a good cup of coffee is my most amazing reward so if I'm going to try to introduce a good habit I'm going to say okay I'm going to do this for 15 minutes and instead of okay for example maybe I'm checking social media when I first wake up and that is sucking my time so instead of that I'm going to exercise or do some stretching for 15 minutes and when I finish I get that good cup of coffee so it's a good habit and a reward that helps me look forward to it every day all right so doing the same thing too consistently uh, for a few weeks also kind of cements that habit so here are a few extra things that I've seen and I've read about that other people do to help increase productivity. All right, so the first one is very important, eat a good breakfast. It's pretty easy, eat something healthy, something that's not loaded with sugar, something that does have some protein that will help you last, that energy last until you get another snack or lunch. That helps you stay productive. Don't get on social media or check your email first thing in the morning. That is a huge time suck. When you do check those things, set limits like I gave in my example. 
prioritize. Think about your day the night before and then make a list of top priorities and things that need done. Make a plan if that's what works for you. Help your kids prioritize too by laying out what they need to do first thing the next morning um, or making them a list for that next day. Make it clear, super clear and streamlined for each of you. And then of course we need to reduce distractions. And what does that look like? What distractions are in your life? If you did that little research project that we had early, that I mentioned early on, you're gonna find those distractions and figure out ways that you can avoid them or dis- you know, decrease them significantly. If you and the kids are working silently in the homeschool room or homeschooling, use earphones with soft wordless music or earphones with nothing at all playing that helps it does help decrease distractions. And you know, just a FYI, the average person once distracted then takes about 20 minutes to get back on task and productive again. I know I've seen it in my own life and then I can see it in my children as well. It's hard to get back on task. Okay, another thing, don't forget about lunch. Lunch is really important. You and I need lunch. Our brains need lunch. Seriously, our brains consume about 20% of the calories that we eat. And so if we don't eat lunch, we're kind of starving our brains and therefore not thinking as well as we could be doing. And obviously it affects us and what we can get done. Some of my homeschool moms that I know have mentioned that it helps them to eat lunch alone or to set their kids up maybe with their lunch and allow them to watch an educational video or something really fun. Like, you know, drive through history is perfect for that. That's super fun, but it's also educational, no guilt involved for mom. And then take that time to get alone and have some, you know, time to refuel or think or even text a friend and catch up, you know, take that lunch break by yourself, but don't skip lunch. I know there were many times when we were homeschooling all the kids, all five, all six of them at the same time. And we would be so busy and actually doing something. I wouldn't want to take a break, but then I'd wait too long and we'd end up all being hangry. And it was way worse than just stopping and having a good, a good lunch break. Another idea is to work in increments. Try methods like the Pomodoro technique for homeschool. Um, This is pretty cool. It uses a a series of three 25-minute work cycles with five-minute breaks in between. And then after you complete those three rounds, there's a 15-minute longer break. I've used this with the kids while we've homeschooled, and this works really well for them. But for adults, if you're working from home, stats show that a 90-minute interval is really optimal for adults. Now, um, sometimes I work better 30 minute increments, sometimes hour increments, which may just depend on the time of the day, but try to put in a good increment of time and then reward yourself as we talked about earlier, go get another cup of coffee or whatever. Another thing that I have personally found really helps me is to have a quit time have an end time. So you're not just homeschooling all the time throughout the day, but you know, we are learning, but actually homeschooling should, should cut off at a certain time. You know, we shouldn't be in the evenings, especially, you know, taking that time to enjoy the evenings with your family, have a quit time. This allows you to refresh yourself 
to enjoy that free time in the evening. Also, if you work from home, make sure that you have a time where you cut off. So that leads me to the next point, which is that 3 p.m., that afternoon slump, which we all tend to get, even the kids. And so my goal every day is to get the kids done before that 3 p.m. or the afternoon, whatever, 3 to 4, whatever it is for you, before that time hits. Um, my goal is also to try to finish work about this time or if I know I can and I've got to work late then I need to go get a snack because my brain does shut off so if that's the way you work make sure that you plan around that slump and know about it be aware and then try to make provisions to help you or your children whichever you know if you're homeschooling or working but it allows you to finish the day strong if you're aware of it so Another thing, did you know that on average, humans tend to procrastinate around two hours a day? Kind of wasting two hours a day? If we're being completely honest, we all have that thing that we do that allows us to just check out of life, whether it's scrolling through your Instagram feed or on Pinterest or Amazon online shopping, whatever it is, there's something that we all do. But what? if we could reclaim those two hours? What if we could rewire our brains to not have to have that, think of some other things that we could do that are way more constructive? How could we reclaim those two hours? I don't know, I'm still, the jury's still out on that one. I'm still thinking in my own life of ways that I can do that, but use things that help you focus. It will help you be more productive throughout the day. Mine is music. If I can play soothing, wordless music, I'm clearly much more focused and productive um, when I'm working on a task. So it definitely puts me in the zone. Find out what does that for you. It will help you definitely be more productive. So I know I've barely scratched the surface of ways that we can manage our time, rework our schedules, and feel more productive in both homeschool and work. But if you've got any additional ideas, please share them with me. Or if you just wanna chat, or if you want some help with reworking your schedule or making um, allowances or new habits or ways to become more productive, just shoot me an email at jamie.gaddy at homeschoolconnect.com and I'd be glad to chat with you. Have a great weekend. Yours with grace and joy, Jamie.